0: Earth is home to a diverse and evolving community of living beings. It is, however, threatened by the everyday habits of one species, humanity. Global climate change, mass extinctions, and increasing pollution of air, land, and water are endangering the entire living community. Rio 20 is one of the venues in which people are debating urgent issues of how to tackle these and other crises, especially seeking ways of creating and maintaining sustainable lifestyles for humanity and our other-than-human neighbours. All of us are implicated. All of us are involved. But right now, some of us are being affected more than others. As the ocean sea level rises, many Pacific islands are disappearing. As the ice sheets melt, many Arctic habitats are failing to sustain traditional lifeways. The most polluted lakes in North America most immediately affect local indigenous communities, Native Americans and First Nation Canadians. In the context of these and similar facts about threats to the sustainability of life and of ways of life, this podcast is about indigenous people's environmental knowledges. All of us have already benefited from traditional environmental knowledge. For instance, many food plants, potatoes, tomatoes and chocolate, were first identified and cultivated by native peoples in the Americas. Many medicines were first recognised by indigenous peoples. Amazonian trees were the first source of the rubber that enables much of our transport systems. The extent of indigenous knowledge about plants that might offer even more useful medicines is far from exhausted. However, this knowledge is intimately related to particular locations, home territories and to long-established relationships with the larger than human community disruptions to indigenous communities and to the wider living community will diminish the likelihood of anyone benefiting from traditional knowledges poverty displacement climate and habitat change are all threatening the sustainability of life for many indigenous peoples their well-being may benefit everyone but this requires concerted efforts towards more just relations between nations, peoples and groups. The United Nations Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous Peoples is one significant foundation for such efforts. Meanwhile, the plain fact that less than 20% of the world's population currently consume more than 80% of the world's resources leads many people, including the Native American leader and author Winona LaDuke, to say that this cannot continue, it is not sustainable, and it is not within nature's laws or indigenous teachings that it should continue. In this reference to natural laws and traditional teachings, there is a radical challenge to the ideas and practices on which the culture and life way of modernity is founded. The late environmental philosopher Val Plumwood identified a dangerous fantasy at the heart of modernity. She calls this hyper-separation, the attempt by humans to live as if they were not part of the Earth, not animals, and not related to all other co-evolving beings. The ease with which we throw away rubbish illustrates the idea that we imagine we will not be affected by the pollution of our own environment. In a well-known environmentalist speech attributed, probably inaccurately, to Chief Seattle, a contrasting understanding is expressed. All things are connected. In many Native American ceremonies, the same thought is summed up in the phrase, all our relations. Here, the well-being of all species is looked for, and people are encouraged to live, as if the needs of animals, plants and all beings were vital. In the last couple of decades, this approach to the world has been labelled animism. This is perhaps not quite the right word, and it certainly has a difficult history. It was once used to assert that there are primitive people who mistakenly believe that the world is full of spirits and other non-empirical realities. Others used it to suggest an allegedly childish error in which inanimate objects are thought to intentionally get in the way. It's the kind of thing that causes some of us to swear at our computers when they're slow, or our printers when they fail to print something for us. But I'm interested in a new use of the word. The word animism is now being used to sum up various ways of treating the world as a community of living beings, most of whom are other than human, but all of whom deserve respect. It's not so far removed from Darwin's recognition that all species are related and that evolution is a process in which species that are well adapted to their surroundings survive better than others. Perhaps animism is taking one step further than Darwin in that it not only tries to describe the world as a community of relations, but encourages people to live well in that community. It suggests how we might fit better with our surroundings. Just as the Rio 20 conversations seek ways to promote sustainability in various contexts, some thought about indigenous animism may prove inspiring and provocative. The Ojibwe of North America have a word that speaks volumes, bimadazewin. This can be translated as living well, But you have to understand that this means living respectfully among all beings. Sometimes people have to restrain their desire to consume more, gain more, own more. People have to share more and give more. Sometimes they have to work hard to benefit others of whatever species, so that the whole cycle of life, the whole community of life, all our relations, will be sustained This kind of animism is not a childish romance that the world ought to be a cosy place in which nice humans will be looked after by cuddly animals. It's about a process of lifelong learning about the world and those who co-inhabit it with us. This is the foundation for a claim that indigenous traditional environmental knowledge deserves respect. That is, it is firmly rooted in generations of careful observation and experimentation. When it sounds odd... This might be because we have worked hard to treat the world as if we were only visitors. Rio 20 may help us change all that. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu/itunesu.